What is going on, everybody? It is Norm coming to you with an extra special read all about it episode of the podcast. Not really. It's just a normal episode of the podcast. It's been a minute and I'm not going to apologize for it. We're just going to get right into things because I've missed your smiling faces virtually, of course, because that's that's how we see people in the world in, in 2023 is virtually. We don't we don't do anything in person anymore, it seems like. But I digress. I, I'm not going to rant and ramble for too much today. Today, pretty much all we are going to talk about is the UT baseball team in the last two weeks that have been on the season. We're going to cover the Clemson Regional quickly, and then we're going to talk about the uh, Super Regional down in Daddysburg. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I meant Hattiesburg, uh, where if, if you've been a part of the internet, they don't have Applebee's down there. Lots of fun and exciting stuff have been happening down in the Twitter sphere that we'll cover. Probably a quick podcast today. I, I don't know how much um, you know sound effects, sound bots, and all those fun things we're going to do today, but, you know, whatever we do today, I promise you, it's, it's going to be a good time. I, I really do. So let's just digress as we will. Let, let me get a, a song cued, and then we will we'll just jump right into things and dive right into it, as they say. I'll tell you what, I am not an avid TikTok watcher. I will sporadically, maybe, maybe, you know, once a month, maybe, maybe at that, maybe 10 minutes here or there, get on the TikTok. But I will tell you, I was on it the other day, just looking at some Tennessee baseball stuff. And I heard that song, I bet 50,000 times. I don't understand what makes songs go viral on the TikTok. I don't know what celebrity decided to use whatever the name of that song was and then just just go with it but that's where we're at in life is hearing that song on repeat over and over and over and over again until you just never want to hear it again just just never again and while we're speaking about those songs this uh uh what is yes here it is here it is sorry it's this song right here while we're just all friendly and derailing this Little girl gone, got a gun from a gangster. Run, little girl, run, little girl, bang, hustle. That song, it was huge like a month ago. I'm just, I'm just over it. Then it was that and that Unholy by Sam Smith for forever. I just, it gets to the point where you just never even want to hear the song again. But we're not here for my TikTok songs, ranting and raving. I mean, I, I could, I could deep dive into that. I'm not going to. So let's let's go back about a week and a half-ish. By the time you hear this, it, it is uh, June the 13th, uh, Tuesday evening as I'm recording this. You will probably be hearing this on June 14th uh, by the time it hits the interwebs and all that fun stuff. So let's go back. The first weekend in June, uh, Tennessee was picked to go to Clemson for the Clemson Regional. Clemson, super hot team. They had won like 17 of their last 18. Blah, blah, blah. ACC, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Tennessee is going to play uh, Charleston first game. I'm going to long story short it. We won against Charleston. The game that you wanted to watch and that the whole world was watching, it was the second most viewed college baseball game ever, apparently, according to ESPN, was the UT Clemson game. Essentially, Clemson's pitcher dominated uh, something. Bryce, what is his name? Hold on, I'll tell you. Let's Norm. Let's uh, Grass, not Bryce. Grass. Uh, he pitched eight and two thirds innings. Was essentially one strike away from p- p- pitching a complete game, a CG as they like to call it in the game, and it, that did not happen. We pulled him out. Zane Denton vol for life from Tennessee's own Mount Juliet. Zane Denton, uh, Tennessee's own. 
He has now established himself as the the next uh, Drew Gilbert. I don't say he's the next Drew Gilbert. He has probably the second biggest moment. Maybe the I'll say it's the biggest moment. Well, I don't know. It's a toss-up for me. The Clemson game was way better of a game than the Wright State game uh, back in 2021, even though Tennessee did come back and win on a walk-off grand slam. Uh, the Clemson game for me was just a, a better overall game. The bigger moment, I think, in my opinion, is the Drew Gilbert walk-off grand slam. It's huge. I mean, the, the pictures of that, John Wilkerson's call of that, Will not get any better than that. But Zane Denton comes up to the plate. It's a three-run dinger, a Jimmy, a Jack, a dinger, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and to send that game, uh, we were up 5-4 going into the, the bottom of the ninth inning. Clemson does come back to play to run, make it 5-5. Five, five. Uh, and then Tennessee eventually goes on to win that game. Uh, six to five in 14 innings. It was a glorious game. What I'm telling you now of that game does not do it justice whatsoever. Uh, if you want to get on the interwebs, uh, look up a, a YouTube channel called Wheels, like the wheel on your car, not the tires, the wheels, W-H-E-E-L-S, uh, and type in Clemson versus uh, Tennessee Vols. You will find that game. I'm sure it has the most epic game. It is probably the best game I've seen in college baseball all this year, and I'm not just saying that with through rose-colored glasses, not rose-colored, orange-colored glasses. As a Tennessee fan, uh, several people in the, in the media have said that. It was a fantastic game. Uh, I, I will go on and say that if Tennessee loses that game, Tennessee would not have advanced to the Super Regionals to play USM, USM, the University of Southern Mississippi. Um, but we'll get there. Tennessee goes on to handle Clemson and then faces Charlotte one more time and, and beats them. The Charlotte games were never really close. Uh, the Clemson game was really the, the takeaway from the regional there. Uh, going forward, as I'm, I'm speeding up here, I'm trying to time warp you back about a week. After Tennessee beat Charleston, there was a lot of hoo-ha on the interwebs. Uh, Vol Twitter can be a cesspool. I am a avid lover of all things t- Vol Twitter, but I will say I've tempered a lot of my Vol Twitterness over the last couple of weeks. It's getting it's getting ridiculous, and I love I love each and every one of your smiling faces on Vol Twitter. But some of the things I'm going to talk about leading into the Super Regional here, it's just bananas on both fronts from the the barstool usm guys from our barstool from the ut fans the smu or the usm fans i'm sorry i'm probably going to say smu a lot it's usm fans it's just craziness but anyway a lot of tennessee fans were like hey we're going to host we're going to host we're a better team we've got better facilities blah 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 and then you know the negaval the i've been I've, i'm old enough to realize that the nc2a and that's why i like to refer to them as hates tennessee they hate us we will never do anything right in their eyes regardless i kind of always deep down thought we're not going to host i don't want to get my hopes up I, I really don't want to would i love to host my company i can probably finagle some porch tickets somehow really really would love to host uh, and then it came down there like nope we're going to send you down to uh the University of Southern Mississippi, and the reasons are is uh, they have better facilities, which if you've seen any of the pictures online, that's that's false. Uh, they have more fans throughout the year, which the reason they have more fans is apparently they just sell as many tickets as, tickets as they can down the right field berm they have there. So they will just keep selling tickets for standing room only until someone says there's no more standing room only, which apparently rarely happens. Uh, and then three, they were in the talk of maybe hosting as a top 16 team. Well, Tennessee was also in a quote-unquote talk for that as well. So I I don't really get that. 
Uh, Chris Burke, who is a Tennessee legend icon from back in the 2001 era, went on to play for the Astros. Hate the Astros. Hate what he did to the Braves way back in the day, but that's beside the point. Chris Burke, if you're not following him on Twitter or listening to him on the Tony Basilio family of network or, or on ESPN, you're missing out. He is. He knows his college baseball inside and out. Uh, he essentially came on and said, hey, Tennessee has got to update Lindsey Nelson Stadium. We've, we've been saying that for years now, and, and he has convinced me that that's the reason why we didn't host. Tennessee, I, I mean, he said it. I've heard everybody said it. It's the laughing stock as far as uh, amenities, the facility itself, the look, everything. It is, it is the... The, it's not the bell of the ball. It, it's not the bell of the ball, if you know what I mean. It's it's not. People are not wanting to come here because of that. People are wanting to come here because of Tony Vitello and the, the players he has on his team. They're not coming here to play in Lindsey Nelson Stadium. But let's just get that out of the way. So he is pushing for the, the updates to Lindsey Nelson Stadium that we were pros, uh, promised a couple of years ago, which we've got nothing happening for that. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what Danny White and Randy Boyd uh, are doing. I, I don't understand. I, I make it make sense to me like I'm a toddler. Somebody's yet to do that. But from what I'm gathering is Tennessee did not have a plan for Lindsey Nelson. So therefore it has to go to the state government. And anytime you say the government word, the G word, and I hate politics. I hate it. I, I hate talking about it with my friends, anybody. I hate it. I hate it. So this is not a political podcast by no means. Am I shunning the government for saying this? But anytime you get the, the G word involved, you know, that's adding on decades essentially to get anything done. So that is where we're at. We're at a stalemate now with Lindsey Nelson Stadium. From what I understand, they're going to build this mega dorm kind of thing in right field. And once that gets started, then we'll see some Lindsey Nelson updates. But that is the reason. The reason is not because uh, USM was any better than we were playing in the Sun Belt. Uh, you know, we can blame ourselves for the early season loss in Missouri, the Arkansas sweep. Any of those things are reasons why we didn't host. It is not because USM was a less deserving team. Let's get that correct here. Did I want to host? Yes. Was I upset we were we didn't get a super regional host? Yes. Does that mean that USM is is the you know the armpit of Mississippi? Probably still so, but I don't want to take anything away from their team. What their team did is great. Their facilities, maybe not so much, but what their team did this year earned them a right to host for that, get in the conversation for that. So that's that's Norm's take on that. I'm not going to persuade you one way or the other, but on my platform, my podcast, I'm telling you that that team, what they did, not the facilities, the team earned the right to be in that conversation. Tennessee did not take care of business at the beginning of the year to solidify them as a host, a regional host or a super regional host, and that's why they hosted. Now, going back in time again, you know, we're, we're, we're full circle. We're full sin today on the podcast. We're just... You know, hitting you with the points. I had an outline. Clearly, you know by now how this podcast works. I just rant and rave. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I knew where I was going, and then I had to tell you I was ranting and raving, so I don't know where we were going. And I've got to gather my thoughts really quickly. Oh, I think that it benefited this baseball team going on the road to Clemson for that regional and then going on the road to uh, USM. I think they benefited from that. I think they got comfy. You know, it's like that one pair of jeans you always wear, the ones you feel like you just look, mmm, those ones where you walk by people and you're like, I know, I, I know you know I wore these for a reason. Those jeans, I feel like this baseball team, 
was in those jeans at Lindsey Nelson. They were confident in it. It was a quote-unquote crackerjack, a smaller ballpark. They were used to the atmosphere. They knew the fans were going to be that mythical 10th person. Don't want to say man, person, uh, for the uh, for them to get them going. And I think going on the road to Clemson and playing in that hostile, quote-unquote hostile environment, even though Tennessee played at LSU, at Arkey, better environments in Norm's opinion, you know, that battle tested them. That got them ready for what they needed to face down at USM. I don't think USM had a a better atmosphere than any of the three stadiums I just mentioned. I just feel like, you know, you're hopped up for a super regional and all those things. So I think they felt like they were doing better as far as that goes. Norm, a lot of ranting, a lot of raving. Give me, give me some numbers. You want some numbers? But anyway, USM, lots of, again, going way back to the banter of Twitterness, I'm telling you what, I, I have thought about over the last week or so just to get rid of Twitter. I have not really deep dove into that, but let me tell you what happened. We had some hate from the Barstool USM Twitter, which is fine. All the Barstool kids just jaw at each other. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Then the Barstool USM group starts tweeting out mom's names, mom's sisters, girlfriends, significant others, which is a a little much on the Twitter world. You know, maybe if you're in-house, you want to say, hey, this is, you know, that's a group chat kind of thing. That's not an internet kind of thing. And you're saying, Norm, it's the internet. Surely I can figure out who Camden Sewell's mom is. It's Dixie, if you're wondering. You know, you can follow her on Twitter. Surely from there I can figure out who his sister or girlfriend is. You can. But I think just throwing that out there on the internet is, a, is kind of a bold move. So that's that poked the bear. The bear meaning the vol Twitter, which is never, never a good thing. So within about 12 hours of that happening, it was kind of a late-night post. The next day, vol Twitter... I guess we've got cahoots with CIA or NASA. We've run down facial recognition software somehow to figure out who runs that account. His picture then becomes plastered all over the internet. And you're like, whoa, well, that's good. I guess it stopped there. Oh, no. Oh, no. We also found out that, uh, that, you know, one of those stores like uh, in your living room or maybe at your desk, you've got a fan uh, and you go to a store that sells only fans. You picking up what I'm putting down here? An only fan store. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Only fan store. So not only did Vol Twitter find out this kid's page, they also found out that one of the players' sisters had one of them there, Only Fans. One of them monthly subscriptions to get you some uh, um, over PG-13 rated photos of, of ladies and gentlemen. Well, as nicely as I can say that. So Vol Twitter found the, the Only Fans of this poor girl. And, and a laundry list of other things. They, they just went full tilt. They went full scorched earth, I think is how the, the young kids say it these days. Full scorched earth on this par, poor Barstool account and all these USM players. I, did I think it was a little much? I mean, it was fine. I feel like you started it and we finished it. Did I enjoy seeing all of it happen in real time via my, my handheld computer, the, the iPhone? Oh, of course. Of course. I, I loved every minute of it. I was I was here for it. I just didn't partake in locking any of that stuff or, you know, retweeting any of that stuff. I just I just kind of stalked from afar far. I was like a you know, like a, a lion or a lioness in in the uh, the tundra uh, or wherever they hunt their prey, just looking through the weeds at the gazelle in front of me, just taking it all in, just waiting to find the lame animal that I'm going to attack and bring back to the herd. That's kind of how Norm took it. Boy, we went on a tangent. 
I mean, we did. I'm, I'm here for it. I, I've not talked to you guys in a while. And I just, again, this is Norm's therapy session. So pull up your chair, get your legal pad out, and we'll go from there. All right, so let's let's talk the Super Regional. We've already talked Clemson. We won through that. We didn't get the Super Regional host. People were upset. Vol Twitter was upset. Then we go down to USM. And we get the coveted uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday regional. Saturday's game starts. Not much going on there unless you're USM who came out, scored a bunch of runs. Uh, Then we had like a 23-hour rain delay, essentially. People all over the Twitter sphere, again, Vol Twitter, mad, upset. Beautiful skies in Knoxville. Why didn't y'all play this game in Knoxville? Beautiful skies. You could have played here. Great facilities. We could have put our kids somewhere underneath instead of underneath the concrete bleachers. Oh, we could have had our kids, you know, we could have gave them food instead of making you charge them to buy the Lord's Chicken Chick-fil-A. Oh, no, 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 no. No, the NCAA, they're, they're smart ones. They they really are. Yeah, they, they thought this one out. They did. So, Game one is suspended. We resume play uh, Sunday afternoon at 12 o'clock. Fine and dandy. Fine and dandy. Uh, Tennessee ends up losing game one. It's fine. It's fine. It's a three. It's a best of three. So USM essentially has to win one of the next two games. And the next two games are what we're going to focus this podcast around. Uh, so Sunday we had a doubleheader, which is two games in one day. They were not seven-inning games. They were full nine-inning games, which is a plus. So again, Southern Miss takes game one, five to three. Moving on to game two, Southern Mississippi, Southern Miss, USM, USM, real original there from USA, USM. But anyway, comes out to a four nothing lead. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm in a text thread with some exquisite men. Uh, We are, you know, baseball connoisseurs like to think of ourselves as, as, you know, armchair quarterback. We are, you know, armchair first baseman. We are in the beer league softball, just loving life. So, you know, every questioning everything. What are we doing? You know, I'm so upset. I hate this team. You know, that stuff. We're just not putting it out for the world. Very safe space on the phone. So, anyway, it's 4 nothing. The team has horrific body language, all that jazz. And then, lo and behold, the, the text thread runs like this. We've got uh, – w- w- I'm going to make up names to, to protect the innocent here – We've got Johnny and Jimmy. Johnny texts and says, and I'll be Norm because I don't care if you know my name. Johnny says, I, I'm over this team. I, I'm going to the pool. I'm going I'm to go get a, an adult beverage. I'm going to go get me a, a glorious double extra hazy IPA. Pour it in a tall glass, and I'm going to go hang out by the pool with, with my significant other. And, and, and I said, I, I, did, I, I didn't say anything. And then Johnny says, gosh, I'm so sick of this team. I'm just, they, just, they just irk me. They just rub me in all the wrong places. They, they, they make me chafe. They make me feel like I'm at the beach and I've had my, my swimsuit on all day and my thighs are brushing up against each other because I forgot to put deodorant on there to anti-chafe. And now I'm chafed and I'm chafed off. And so then we noticed something. We, we said, we, we badmouthed. And then lo and behold, Christian Moore comes up and hits a double. And I said, whoa, 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 Jimmy and Johnny. I, I let, you know, baseball players superstitious. You know, I wore the same underwear Sunday and Monday. I wore the same socks Sunday and Monday because I'm superstitious. Superstitious. All baseball players are. They tell you they're not. They never played baseball. So I said, let's try this. Let's let's run it back. Run it back, shall we? So we go, Zane Denton's trash. He's trash. He's horrible. He's not dating Taylor Swift anymore. He's not getting free lap dances at the mouse's ear like he was last weekend. He's trash. 
Zane didn't flies out. I said, let's try one more time. You know, maybe it was a fluke the first that last time. Then Griffin Merritt comes up there. Griffin's trash. He's a Rick Barnes transfer, as some people like to call him. Griffin Merritt singles. On that single, Christian Moore scores. So we're, we're on to something. We are cooking with gasoline. We've got the propane burner all the way up. We've, we're, we're on that you know Blackstone Chef. We're, we're hibachiing it, spinning the egg, choo-choo train, fire thing. Everything is working in our order. So I said, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Christian, starts, Christian Scott comes up, strikes out. Keep going, guys. Press it, press it, press it. I said, Cal Stark's trash. He can't catch. He couldn't catch the broadside of a barn. He couldn't catch allergies in East Tennessee right now. Cal Stark walks. I said, boys, boy, keep it going. Keep it going. Malia he couldn't do anything. Again, Malia singles to center field. We, we got him on the, we got two guys on, two guys on. And then Hunter Inslee comes up. Hunter, big boy Inslee. Somehow I missed an out here because we only had two men on when all this happened. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, yes, I did. I missed, I missed a home run. Blakey Burt comes up. We badmouth him as well. Blake Burt hits a moonshot, literally 480 feet. He hit a Catholic church in the parking lot of this place. Two-run bomb. We're 3-4 coming into play. Hunter Inslee comes up. You know how the story goes. Tennessee scores eight unanswered runs and goes to win game two, eight to four. And then... And then, and then, and then, and then the pressure's on. It's on because then we've got a game three matchup Monday, Monday. But what does the NC two A do? They go, oh, we're not going to give you a time yet because there's a couple of games that could go, you know, to three games. We really want to put this at a, a prime ESPN spot, so we're going to hold off. So it is like one a.m. before we know the start time for Monday's game. So we're into Monday essentially in Eastern Standard Time, which is the only time zone that should matter. And so we're, we're all, you know, okay, 6 o'clock start. Well, everybody that's got one of them handheld, you know, computers in their hand, which is a phone, can pull up the radar and say, the weather looks like trash in Daddy's, I'm, I'm sorry, Hattiesburg. It's not Daddy'sburg. It's, it's Hattiesburg, but I might refer to it as Daddy'sburg. The weather looks like garbage. Why are we not playing this game at noon like we did today? Thunderstorms, blah, 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 blah. So 6 o'clock start. Uh, four thirty, five o'clock rolls around. All the beat riders down there in Daddy'sburg are saying, "Hey, the team's not even loaded up yet. Game starts in an hour. D- d- hold off." And so we come to find out they've postponed the game for TBD time to be determined. Um, and so everybody's like, "What the crap?" So the game end up starts starting last night about ten o'clock. Late start for everyone on the East Coast. Uh, there's reports of fans that had to leave. Also, we didn't even talk about Chris. The we'll come back to the, another thing that happened on Sunday's game. Um, fans leaving because they can't watch the game. Craziness, absolute craziness. Tennessee last night goes on to shove. Uh, they go on to win five to nothing. Zane, Zane, Daddy Dinger's Daddy didn't. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> Triple D. Oh, Zane Denton from Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Uh, he had another three-run bomb. Another, he has got two of the most prolific uh, home runs in Tennessee baseball history. Fantastic. Uh, Chase Burns came on last night and did one of these numbers. You can't take him out. He's different. He's not the same. You are you, but he is him. That was long. Chase Burns, that's what she said. Uh, Chase Burns came out and shoved last night. I mean, he came off. He threw 102 to strike somebody out and did the old, was it The Undertaker, uh, WWE, WCW, NWO, woo, 
Ric Flair, the high timing, uh, you know, cut your head off move. He was jacked up. I've never seen Zane, or I'm sorry, Chase Burns do something like that. When he came off the mound, the grounds crew actually had to go out there. There was a new uh, kind of a, a ditch that had formed from when uh, Chase Burns walked off the mound. He was dragging something uh, alongside him there that just created a huge kind of ditch between uh, the Tennessee dugout and the mound. If you know, you know on that. But it, it was a fantastic game. I was on pins and needles all night long. Uh, the game wrapped up almost at 1 a.m. And then, you know me, I'm a degenerate, so I had to listen to the postgame calls. It was about 3.30, 3, 3.30, maybe 4, before I, I, my eyes hit the pillow, before I could, you know, get on my knee and say, thanks, General Nealon. Thanks, Rob Delmonico. Thanks, Todd Helton. Thanks, Chris Burke. Thanks, thanks for all you guys did uh, to get us to where we are now for our sixth College World Series appearance. And it, it, I'm just elated. I really am. I, I know that if we go back in time, you know, at one of my last podcasts, I was like, I don't know, man. I don't even know if, if the MMM Vols can even, you know, do, do make a, the playoffs, the, the regional, man. I, I just don't even think. Number two coming into the season, and they may not even make a tournament. By golly, you know, I, I, how big a boy are you? And I, I just was, you know, I kept saying, you know, can they do it? Yes. Do I think they can do it? No. And I, I'm going to be honest with you all. I, I didn't think they could. I mean, going into the last road series against South Carolina, this team had won like, what was it, two games on the road all season long. They win two at South Carolina to make it four. They've won three. Uh, essentially, uh, wherever they won, it's somewhere, uh, and they've went seven and three since the South Carolina series, essentially, and have been on a tear. They've been fantastic. They are playing some of their best baseball that they've played all season long. They are peaking at the right time, and you're like, Norm, why are you telling me all this? And I'm, I think today, of course, you know, I'm the baseball guy at work. Everybody's, you know, I, I don't want to say I'm the baseball guy. There's lots of baseball guys there. I just feel like most people know I'm a degenerate and know anything you want to know as far as UT baseball goes. And I was talking to a guy, and I was like, you know, I I didn't think the team was going to get past the Super Regional. I, I've really said on this podcast numerous times that I think the, the, the benchmark for Tony Vitello until he decides to move on from Tennessee is hosting a regional and or getting into the – you know, college playoff, the baseball playoff, essentially to be one of the 64 teams, uh, whether that's hosting or, or at least getting in there. And that's what they did this year. You know, th- this coaching staff is not getting nearly enough credit that they should. Tony Vitello came on and said after Sunday's win for the game two that, you know, this team didn't get along. They didn't gel well. I- I've been telling you all all season long that you go, we got new, eight new starting position players, Norm. You told us, man. You told us everybody's new except in pitchers. You've told us that, Norm. You told us. You told us Jared Dickey played, but he kind of hurt. And he, you know, I, I get it, Norm. You told us. You told us Blake Burke was just a pinch hitter. You told us, Norm. You told us. Don't tell me again. That, that's true, though. You know, they never gelled together. They never bonded or anything. And then it finally clicked uh, after, you know, they go one and out in Hoover. And depending on what side of the fence you're on, you either love those tournament trophies or you hate them. I think this year I hate them. And last year I loved it. Last year we won it. This year we were put out in one round. But after that, Tony said, you know, we didn't do anything baseball related. We went and hung out by the pool. We grilled out. We did some team bonding stuff. And I think that's what that team needed. They needed to go spend some nights in a hotel room, get mad at each other, throw, you know, get a little testosterone built up in them, a little testicular fortitude out and say, we're a team and we're going to do this. We, we need to push through this and persevere together or, or we're not going to make it. And, and I think that they finally come together. They finally got together. They finally jailed. They finally bonded. And they have done it at the perfect, 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 perfect time at the end of the season. 
and I'm here for it. I'm super excited. I, you know, whatever the wind said, Norm, you're telling us something. I, I got to circle back just as Mitch. I'm telling you that I think my season is complete. I, I don't think Tennessee has won a college world series game in quite a while since like 95, 96. I would love to win a game, but I think the season for me, I'm just happy we made it. I'm happy that this team has put in the effort and the resiliency to get where they are, to fight back, and to do what they did, and I'm happy for that. This coaching staff deserves all the praise. Tony Vitello, Josh Elander, Q, all those guys deserve all the praise they can for working with this group and getting them where they're at now because there was a point in time where they they weren't doing good. I mean, they, they were, you know, bottom of the barrel SEC team there for a long time until Vandy came to town and Tim Corbin got swept. Uh, they were on a four-game losing streak after losing to Arkansas and then losing a midweek game to Mendo- uh, uh, Tennessee Tech, and they turned it around. And I could not be happier. I really couldn't. I'm, I'm so excited for them. Whatever they do in at the College World Series, they are playing with the air quote house money, uh, and and it's it's they should be loose. They should have fun, and I, no pressure, no pressure at all. We've got LSU coming up Saturday. I'm sure we're going against Paul Skeens. I don't see why LSU would not pitch Paul Skeens. I'm not scared. We took one out of three down there, and we're in all three games with LSU. This is a different team from that team earlier on in the season, and I'm not worried about it. You know, we go down there and we lose. We got another game to play. It's double elimination. Our bracket is absolutely bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S, bananas, Gwen Stefani. Uh, In our bracket alone, we've got LSU, Stanford, Wake Forest, the number one team in all the land, and we all as Vol fans know what the number one team in the land means, Um, just to get out of our bracket. So we've got to win three, you know, a bare minimum three of those games, you know, more if we lose. Uh, to come out of the, the second bracket to then face, you know, either Oral, Oral Roberts, TCU, Florida, or Virginia. But it is a fun time to be alive. Please, 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 if you're not into college baseball, I don't know why you're listening to my podcast because I just talked about it for 30 minutes or so. But please, 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 please check it out. It will be on the ESPN family of networks all weekend long starting Friday afternoon and going through, I think, Monday or Tuesday. Please check it out. It is it is great. Uh, I, I've said it for the past several years now that it is a better product than MLB. It is more fascinating. The game is is at a higher pace. The tensions are higher. It's just great. It's just great. Norm, are you not going to do Braves? Yes, I'm going to do Braves, everyone. I, I can only manage to deep dive into one baseball team at a time. I'm keeping up with the Braves. Last I checked, they are still in first place in the NL. I have a league leading NL lead. I think they've got a three-ish game lead over the Marlins. <laughs> Who would have thought the Marlins are in second place in the NL East? But I will cover that. You know, let's let's get past the College World Series. I, I think what I'm going to try and do, try, you know, I, I've said it on there before. I want to do a podcast every week, and it's been several since I did my last one. But I'm going to try and use my little handheld or my phone and do a game recap of each of the games. Might be a little 10-minute snippet. Uh, you know, late Saturday, Sunday, and then going forward for that. I believe, if, if I'm correct, we'll play Saturday night, and then we don't play until Monday, uh, even it win or lose, and I think we'll play all day Monday. I could be incorrect on that, but I'm pretty sure we're like 17th, 19th for those games. But I will do my darndest to give you a somewhat in-depth, under 15-minute recap of Game 1 against LSU. I'm just super excited. I'm super excited. I I could not be happier to be a Tennessee fan, and you know, it's I've been doing this all day today. I said it's great to be a Tennessee ball. I said it's great to be a Tennessee ball. It is great to be a Tennessee ball. It is. I am, I'm so happy. Uh, the stat came out last night, or the athletics department 
posted that we are the only school uh, in Division One to have a New Year's Six bowl game. Uh, a men's and women's uh, basketball team reached the Final Four. A ladies' uh, softball team reached the College World Series or the Ladies' World Series, Women's World Series softball world series i don't know what they call that i apologize don't cancel me uh and then a men's world series only team in all the land to do that it's very exciting stuff uh and then shout out to stanford they are also another men's and women's uh baseball softball team to make it to the college world series as well so i don't want to discredit them they just didn't do it in basketball women's basketball and or football so (laughs) they didn't get they only got two out of the five uh where we got five for five on that so that's it for the podcast, everybody. I'm I'm so sorry you've missed me. Actually, you know, I'm not sorry. It's my podcast. I'll do whatever I want to. If I took a little smidge YouTube break, I took a little smidge YouTube break. Uh, some housekeeping notes. Uh, we will do Braves updates. I, I don't know how frequently they're going to come after the College World Series. I, I, I'll probably do weekly, but it's going to be short, everybody. I, I My attention span for the Braves is little. I mean, it's, it's smidge at the moment. I love my Bravos. I love Ronnie. You know, uh, Matt Olson, Sean Murphy, Travis Darno, Ozzy Albies, Austin Young, Thick Riley, all those guys. I love them all. I do not love Marcel Zuna. Get him off the team, but I'll, I digress. Um, I'll, I'll be covering that, but I think we're going to do some more pop culture stuff. I, you know, I love my pop culture just as much as I love my sports. So I think for the summer ish months, We've got a ways before football starts, and you know me and football crouton and preview, previewing football stuff. It's not, it's not really my jam. Uh, so we'll probably do some pop culture stuff uh, along the lines of all that just going forward, as I'll say. But I love each and every one of you. As I quickly go to find a uh, going out song, because, you know, I have to find my going out songs, uh, is, you know, something, something... Oh, what do we want to do? I think I know what I don't want to do. All right, everybody, that's the podcast. I think I've wrapped it up two or three times now, but I love you. Thank you so much for listening from the bottom of my heart. Again, I will do a game one recap of the College World Series uh, after we win or lose against LSU. I'm hoping win. Uh, if not, I, it's, again, it's been a great season. I love each and every one of you. I will see your smiling faces. Uh, you know, if you said in a while, crocodile something, something, alligator, I'll be back, dinosaur. I don't know what those are, but I will see you soon. Goodbye.